Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Yes, yes, we know the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame sucks balls out loud. But since this is the Lutini Rock and Roll Circus, we would be remiss in our duties as true rock and rollers if we didn't at least discuss this year's nominees and who deserves to be in the Rock Hall and who doesn't. And yes, our word is final. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Changing rock history, one podcast at a time. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Check back often for lots of great Ludini stuff, podcasts, all kind of cool things. This is 2020. I'm not Barbara Walters. This is not Hugh Downs, but this is 2020. And new things are happening this year. We're really excited about you will things will unfold as they go so just stick around keep checking ludini rock and roll circus.com uh we have a great backlog of shows as well uh interviews guitar uh podcasts uh, lyric talk where we get and examine the song lyrics a lot of fun stuff and as well as this crazy thing the ludini rock and roll circus live show uh shout out to rock rage radio go to rockrageradio.com download the app you can hear great guitar driven rock 24 7 um, and it's it, and it's not like serious where you have to pay. <laughs> it's free. All you got to download free. it and stream your whole life, and you will love it. Um, anyways, check it out. Check it out there. I want to give a shout out to my bro, my bro, bro, Chris Thunderwolf Dotson at Wolf's dot online. You know, there's no reason to get on the stage with the same boring guitar that ever that the last guy played. Okay, Krista's awesome, and I mean awesome, guitar refinishing, custom finishes, you know, custom designs, custom graphics. It's really cool. We are working on something right now. I've got a, uh, I've got an Epiphone um, Les Paul special that I'm going to ship off to him this year, and I'm going to have him do something. I think you guys are really going to dig it. But uh, this is the I'm holding up the card here to the camera. Those of you who hang out with us live, you follow us on social media. We do a lot. We do this live, and you could be seeing this right now, but. Sorry, if you snoozed, then you lost. But uh, wolfscustoms.online, check out Chris Thunderwolf Dotson, great guy. And Chris uh, and his uh, and his uh, lovely uh, Raven have been uh, supporters of pretty much everything I've done. So I uh, love those folks and check them out, wolfscustoms.online. We have Lily V6, Rock Rage Radio veteran DJ. What's up? So what's going on with Lily V6? First of all, a big old shout out to John Coons for saying Cleveland's greater than Pittsburgh live on the air here as well as he is looking at the rock and roll hall of fame right now because he is in cleveland so funny but um 
I did, absolutely did nothing over the weekend. I am going to go see Black Sabbath. What do you mean you did nothing? I, did nothing. <clears throat> I seem to remember something you did on Saturday and Friday night. Oh, I usually talk about Saturday. I did go to the Friday show where Lou played with his band Supervana, uh, Nirvana tribute band, which was awesome. Uh, great crowd out at the Craft House. So props to you, sir. And you have a lot of energy on stage. Yes. I noticed. Yes. <laughs> You're jumping around up there. I am, a, you know, it's rock and roll. I put on, I, well, rock and roll music. You guys so did my, a show. I have a hard time <laughs> sitting still. But yeah, so, uh, and uh, and this weekend, we're going to go, so what band are we going to see? Glitz. We're going to go see Glitz on Saturday. On Saturday. So uh, John Fox is another guy who's a uh, been a big supporter of mine. And uh, John, I love you, brother. We were uh, uh, we were kibitzing over some uh, mutual friends and some music today on Facebook. Great guy. And his band Glitz is going to be at Frankie Eyes in, uh, I guess it's considered Washington. It's Washington. Yeah. yeah so uh, you guys do can do. find that on uh, on the internet. If you guys are local to the area, go check them out. Great rock band. But I, they, they do uh, hair metal stuff. Glam metal, sorry for the people who hate the word hair metal. But uh, also on Thursday, I'm going to be at Jurgle seeing Black Sabbath. It is a female Black Sabbath cover band, tribute band. It's going to be pretty interesting. I've never seen them before. I haven't even watched any of the videos, so I'm going to be completely surprised. But the Red Lines, who are local, will be opening. So. It's Black Savage? Black Sabbath. Oh, I sound, the way you said it, it sounded like it was like maybe like a, a Ukrainian you know, or Yugoslavian. I know. Trip. I had to enunciate it a little bit. Black Sabbath. It's actually Black Sabbath. <laughs> like cabbage. Like bitch. Black Cabbage. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the band name. Black Cabbage. Guys, write that down. And there it is. <laughs> so, um, okay. So Black Sab- Black Cabbage at the, cra- where are they going to be again? They're going to be at Jurgles. Jurgles. And that, what night is that going to be? Thursday. Thursday. As in, as as in, a in couple days two from days from now. Okay, yes. cool. All right, guys. Um, we have uh, tons of great music for you guys today. We've got Caleb Johnson. We've got Shun the Raven. We've got Lou Lombardi Strangelove. And we've got Lana Black as well. So we've got great music. And we've got the rock and roll list here, the nominees. And we are going to be discussing that tonight. Um, Lily, before we play the first song, Lily's going to just run the list down so you guys can make a note of it, think about it. It's online, um, but she's going to run the list down. You guys think about it. Think about your opinions on it. We always take your input while we're doing the show here. Um, so we're going to have a whole song to think about it. And Lily, what are the nominees for uh, for, for this year's uh, 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees? The 2020 class is Pat Benatar, Dave Matthews Band, Depeche Mode, The Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Judas Priest, Kraftwerk, MC5, Motorhead, Nine Inch Nails, The Notorious B.I.G., Rufus featuring Shaka Khan, Todd Rundgren, Soundgarden, T-Rex, and Thin Lizzy. All right. Are the nominees. Those are those are the and the nominees are I should have done that, right? Okay. And all right, guys. So check it out. This is uh, Caleb Johnson. Caleb Johnson is one of the one of these American idol folks who like actually plays rock. Um, but I don't know. You guys let me know what you think of Caleb. I was listening to him today and I'm going like, is this a little too country? I don't know. You guys tell me what you think. I mean, we can never play Caleb Johnson again if you don't like him. But, oh. but uh he's a small guy not in terms of like he's not like a big rock star so we try to find those kind of uh acts and show them to you so this is caleb johnson's solid gold on the ludini rock and roll circus Say 
is a gentleman named Caleb Johnson. And let me go ahead and tell you guys how you can I really liked out. that yeah. a oh, lot. That's cool. You can go to calebjohnsonofficial.com and you can get all kind of Caleb Johnson stuff. And the next band is trying to play and they aren't allowed yet. We said no. No, not It's yet. not your time. So we have uh, Shun the Raven uh, coming up here uh, next. But so we read you guys the... List of now, these are not the inductees, these are the nominees, correct? Nominees, correct. So, these are the people that you could they're still kind of voting on. I believe decisions are next week, actually. Okay, I kind of feel um, so we will probably revisit this whenever the usually April, May. Yeah, we'll probably be revisiting it then uh, a little bit, but there's so many things coming up. Future podcasts this month uh, include um, bands to watch in 2020, so that's going to be fun. And the best tours of 2020. And oh, there's so many. I, Lily loves to go <laughs> show, so that might be more like instead of ten, that might be like a twenty um, list. So we have, so we're going to try to keep you guys this year, try to keep you guys up to date as to you know what's happening in the year, music, things that you'd like to see, events, etc. So. How how do you want to start here, girl? Do you want me to give a little brief 
history. Yeah, let's get let's take a little step step into Mr. Peabody's Wayback Machine. Okay, <laughs> and give us the sort of background on the uh, Rock Hall. Is it good to give us a little background on the Rock Hall? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was established in 1983 by a gentleman named Amit Ertigan. Ahmed Erdogan. Erdogan, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a businessman, songwriter, philanthropist. Uh, he actually co-founded Atlantic, Rec- Atlantic Records and was the president. Um, and the original team for the foundation included Rolling Stone publisher Jan S. Wenner, who, of course, we're not a fan of Rolling Stone that much. Uh, record, record execs uh, Seymour Stein, Bob Krasnow, and Noreen, Noreen Woods, and attorneys Alan Grubman and Suzanne Evans. Um, they started inducting the artists in 1986. Um, and then, of course, eventually Cleveland would be the home for the museum. Uh, their civic leaders pledged $65 million in public money to fund the construction. And uh, they also stated the reason is because uh, their famous disc jockey, Alan Freed, coined the term rock and roll. Um, artists are inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at an annual ceremony, as we all know, generally ranging from half dozen to a dozen. And uh, the first class of inductees, January 23rd, 1986, Included Elvis Presley, James Brown, Little Richard, Fats Domino, Ray Charles, Chuck Berry, Sam Cooke, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, and Jerry Lee Lewis. With Robert Johnson and Jimmy Rogers and Jimmy Yancey were inducted as early influences. John Hammond received the Lifetime Achievement Award. Alan Freed, who I just mentioned, and Sam Phillips were the inducted as non-performers. So they had a pretty easy decision that first year with who to choose. I mean, it was sort of a no-brainer with Elvis. And all of those, I can say absolutely. They all belong. They absolutely yeah. belong. Those are the those are the 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 granddaddies, the great granddaddies of of you know of rock and roll. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. What more could you say? And there there are four categories. Oh, what are the four categories? Uh, performers, early influence, non-performers, and sidemen. <laughs> okay. So, and um, I do have the criteria. If we'd like to go, yeah, over let's that. hear it. Okay. So, criteria includes the influence and significance of the artist's contributions to the development and evolution of rock and roll. Block approval voting is used with those nominees who receive the most votes being inducted, subject to a minimum of 50% approval. Around five to seven performers are inducted every year. And uh, a nominating committee composed of rock and roll historians select names for the performers category, which are then voted on by roughly 500 experts. Across the world, those selected to vote include ac- uh, academics, journalists, producers, and other uh, others within the music industry. And oh, they say it's not about popularity, record sales, or which label the group or artist is on. Which I beg to differ on some of these, but we'll get into that later. Okay, <laughs> so we have a list of um, approximately how many people are, are nominated. Now, these are not the inductees; these are the people that are saying, "Well." We're thinking about, you know, they're up for 16. consideration. 16 this year. We've got 16 that are up for consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, as you read the list earlier, well, first of all, we, <laughs> n- there's no definition of rock and roll. Unfortunately. In the bylaws or whatever you want to call it, the, the, you know, the, the rules or whatever. Yeah. So I know. that part of it becomes subjective. <laughs> There's that whole gray area. And those of us who have been around a long time have a hard time accepting certain artists as being influential. And that's the key word, I think, is sort of like the development of the right, the development of rock and roll, the being influential, inspiring the next generation, as you will. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
<laughs> so, some of these people, in, just in terms of rock music, you know, Whitney Houston's on the list, isn't she? Yes. Okay. Let's just, we're going to just start there. You want to start there? I'll start with Whitney Houston. Okay. Um, you have a little background on Whitney Houston? I didn't do backgrounds on anybody. I feel everybody knows who everybody okay. is on so the So just let me get into Whitney Houston for a minute. Whitney Houston was an amazing singer, just insanely gifted vocalist. Yes, she even sang some rock songs. She was not a rock artist at all. Not even by any stretch of the imagination was she a rock artist. Nor do I believe that she really influenced any rock and roll. I there, mean, there, there might be somebody. There are far better female singers that should be in this category. And I think somebody has been nominated who I think that we talked about uh, in last year as an important person in rock. We mm-hmm. did a... Uh, a versus night. We'll talk about. Yes, her in I a know minute. who you mean. <laughs> it, 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 this is um, this isn't about how talented Whitney Houston was because she is amazing vocalist, Just amazing. But she's not has she has nothing to do with rock music. Nothing, 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 nothing. Did she write songs? She's saying other people's I sort songs. of doubt it. What you want? My notes are a great singer. Should she be in this Hall of Fame? Maybe not. There are way better female vocalists that could be in this category. Well, <laughs> so this is where we run into issues. Mm-hmm. Um, when you try to set something like this up, I think there is, there is, there are monetary forces at play. Because a large portion of the nation is African-American. So maybe this is an effort to appeal to that crowd to make them, you know, kind of feel included um, in the thing. And there are, there are tons of uh, black uh, rock artists, uh, t- t- tons, tons of them. I mean, somebody like Prince absolutely belongs in the, in the, in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, James Brown, of course. Uh, Little know, Richard. Little Richard. T- 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 tons of them. Lenny Kravitz. Is, I don't even, is Lenny Kravitz in the rock? I don't. Hall? I don't know. I want to say no, but I might be wrong. I mean, you know, Lenny. You know, is a guy who's influenced a lot of people. Um, I don't know if he's had twenty five years since his last her, his first album though, which is sort of a thing. Uh, I don't so know. he might I not think be. So. Do I you think? think he has? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was an early '90s artist. Okay, was he? Okay, I wasn't yeah, sure because I remember I mean, listening Soundgarden, to him 20 years ago. But I'm Sound sure Soundgarden has been nominated. <laughs> I'm going to say that that uh, you could put Lenny Kravitz in there. Okay. Easy. Uh, I, I may somebody could chime in live and let me know. Maybe maybe he's already in there. He could be. But 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 in any case, in, in any case, so I think that there's some of that um, that that going on as well. We you know they're trying to you know. We're in an age where we're trying to be Diverse. all in, a diversity, all inclusive. Let's bring everybody gets a trophy for participating. Kind of, yeah. Maybe that's what this is. This is everybody gets a trophy for participating, and so the whole thing kind of gets watered down. So I, I'm sorry. I gotta give like a thumbs down to no. On, I gotta say no to Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston did not get my vote either because I do the public voting. <laughs> Do you do? Okay, yes, every day. <laughs> and it's just not. If we're going to have a rock and roll Hall of Fame, it's you've got to be a rock and roll artist, or you've really got to like be like somebody who you know. Tons of artists have come out and said, "Oh my God, it was so influential." Like just a lot of rock artists who say Johnny Cash was a giant influence on them. Okay, so I can kind of 
you know, okay, we could we could bring Johnny in maybe, but Whitney Houston. Nah. I hit the big button on uh, Whitney Houston. Again, we are not poo-pooing on her talent. She is very talented. She just doesn't belong in this Hall of Fame. She shouldn't be on this ballot. In our opinions. (laughs) So Whitney Houston gets a big no next to her name in our show notes. So what do you got next? We'll do Pat. From there, we will just kind of go over it. But I wanted to give an example (laughs) of something that is just really kind of how far we have strayed and sort of. Again, we're trying to be so like multicultural and all inclusive and everybody gets a trophy that I think we are really watering this down. And and the, what I think it hurts is it doesn't really matter. No, you like I love the music I love. Lily loves the music she loves. You know, everybody, you know, all our fans, you guys all love the music you love. It doesn't make a difference. No, you don't like stop listening to somebody because they're not in the rock hall. Right. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. But sometimes it is nice to have other people in the community kind of like have a little consensus about like we all agree that. Led Zeppelin is insanely important and, you know, influenced everybody. You know, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Jimi Hendrix. You know, it's nice to have that sort of touchstone. Um, And if the rock, this is another thing, the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, how many millions did they spend? Oh, my gosh. 65. Yeah. Yeah, to build it. (laughs) There's a lot of money that they can't just end it. They can't just be like, well, that's it. We're We're done. We're done. We we have everybody in. So they've got to keep the thing going somehow. But that's not going to stop people like me and some of my other friends who have podcasts from uh, from, uh, railing against it. So let's pick somebody (laughs) else. Who you got next? We're going to do Pat Bennett's our next. Um, She was my first vote. Um, Of course, a female got my first vote. Um, She's all around talented. She's been in musicals, TV shows. She's a tough chick in a time when rock and roll was all about the men. Made women want to be a rock star. Uh, she sang about tough subject matters, and she had the ability to adapt to different changes in the music industry. She went from a hard rock sound to a pop sound, and she won four Grammys. And I just think she's fantastic. Wildly influential on not only other rock uh, vocalists, and I think she's probably influenced some male Oh, for too. sure. Some of these guys that came out a little bit later, a little bit later in the eighties, with that great high high tenor, you know, th- this little bit of Pat Benatar going on there, if they would admit it. Um, but you know, she's also influential on people like Martina McBride, who is a huge country star. So Pat's everything okay? Lily's taking a call. Sorry, I had to listen to that. It got it was it's a weird voicemail. I'm sorry, it was kind of creepy. Okay, nice. So creepy voicemails aside, yes, I, I to me it's a, you know, is she as important to rock as, I don't know, as Tina Turner? Maybe not, I don't know. But still somebody who fits the criteria of somebody who has been an influence on that, on the next upcoming generation and inspired folks. And is, she is a real rock artist. Mm-hmm. Legit. C- compare and contrast. Go- just listen to a, you know, uh, Whitney Houston hit and a Pat Benatar hit. You can hit. It's night and day. One is R and B and one is rock. Who's next? Uh, we're gonna do Dave Matthews Band next, and I'm going to get pooped on. <laughs> but I and I'm sorry to anybody who loves them. I think they're one of the most boring bands out there. I don't think that they should be. A- they should be on the ballot eventually, but I don't think it's their time just yet. And this is due to their fan base, a.k.a. popularity thing that I talked about, which is which is said isn't a factor. But even on the website, 
Quote from the website, supported by a commercial fan base and continue to pick up new generations of fans along the way. You're going against your own criteria. Just saying on that. I just don't find them very interesting. They say they change up their songs even during each show. That all sounds the same to me. So they are not on my vote. I don't think they should be on the ballot yet. Eventually, sure, but not yet for me. Um, I think that uh, I, I would agree with what you said for the most part on there. I heard somebody posted on our Facebook thing. I mean, it was James Conway. I can't. One of you guys said that actually Dave Matthews says that he doesn't want to be in the Rock Hall. I read about that, and you know that might be true. And my, that 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 might be true. Maybe not yet. I think maybe it's a good way of putting it. Um, what is interesting though about the Dave Matthews? Dave Matthews. I don't know if you're aware. Maybe you you probably got to be aware of this. That they, Dave Matthews is in this category of like very hated. Artists. Yeah, he's in the category with Creed, the Goo Nickelback. Goo Dolls, Nickelback. I don't think he deserves that. I tr- <laughs> maybe I tried he's not ready for the it. Rock Hall of Fame. <laughs> you know, and you know whether your personal tastes aside, or not, I've never seen them live. Anything time I've ever seen them play, like any kind of live shows on television, I thought they were like insanely talented musicians. It's like it's a kind of like. Um, <clears throat> Kind of a like alternative version of the Grateful Dead in some ways, different kind of they're music. They're a jam like, band. They're they're jam, they're definitely jam band, but they've got more of like a kind of a funk kind of um, energy kind of thing go, going on with what they do. Um, I think they're killer. But I think the band is killer. But I could see where I would say I would probably agree with you with maybe like not yet. I don't think it's time. I don't think it's their time. It's too soon, Dave. Too soon. <laughs> Who's next? Um, next is Depeche Mode. Um, uh, I really don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, they sit, sort of did push the boundaries with new synthesizer technology that was widely popular at the time. Um, and the original emo kids considered them heroes, you know, with the uh, dark industrial love songs. So maybe, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on Depeche okay. Mode, to let, be let me, let me Let me say this because Kraftwerk is also on the list. Yes. And I have... Again, I have no idea anything about okay. Kraftwerk. <laughs> um, here's the question, and, and I went to ask you guys this today, and maybe you guys can think about me. We'll kind of, in fact, I'm going to put these two guys on the list next to each other. Yeah, we can do them next. <laughs> Oops. Excuse me. Talk amongst yourselves. For <laughs> He's trying to type. He can't do it. He's doing too many things. Okay. <laughs> um, here's the question. Can it be rock and roll if it doesn't have guitar? Now, the, one of the the very first inductees is Jerry Lee Lewis. Mm-hmm. So is Little Richard. Little or no guitar, right? Those are piano men, if you will. Um, is 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 uh, Elton John in the Rock Hall? I want to say he's got to be. Yeah, I want to so, say yeah. So, Depeche Mode and Kraftwerk are both bands that were insanely influential. <coughs> I, I I got a, I got my uh, back up a little bit over Depeche Mode when they were I saw them interviewed on some television show when I was you know uh, a young whippersnapper and <laughs> the, they said that oh you know guitars are gone like nobody wants to hear guitar anymore so I was like, I was all upset about that <clears throat> but I have calmed down as they say in Pittsburgh <laughs> in your old age in my old age <laughs> I think that they you know. The, I think it's undeniable that they are a wildly influential band. And I think a lot of bands that came later, I think like, for, just look at Marilyn Manson. Like, you know, he's a, he obviously hugely influenced 
by Depeche Mode. I think that you could even say that about uh, some of Rob Zombie's music. So uh, kind of came came out of that stuff. You're right, the goth emo uh, uh, cr- crowd. You know, all those bands. It was like pre-industrial yeah. rock. <clears throat> and the same way, same way with Kraftwerk. Kraftwerk was a wildly uh, influential band, influ- influential on progressive music as well. And they also largely responsible for introducing the world to another amazing female vocalist, Alison Moyet. If you don't know who Alison Moyet is, I would tell you to go check out Alison Moyet. Amazing, more of an underground uh, indie pop artist. Uh, Vo- amazing singer, very unique voice. Just you know, everybody says Adele, Adele. Allison Moyet was Adele twenty years before Adele. Okay, very much ahead of her time. Uh, great, great work. It was it was really awesome that the craft work and Allison Moyet embraced each other and uh, and and worked together. But it's this is music that is not. Whitney Houston, like at all, like it is not. <laughs> this is music that is like it's pretty deep stuff. They were really pushing that. They were doing different things. They were doing things with with synthesizers and stuff that really people had really hadn't been you know it, it put together in that same way and creating great pop tunes out of it. So mm-hmm. I would I got to say yes to both those bands, even though personally I don't just put on a Kraftwerk album and crank it up. <laughs> I know who they are, and when I hear them, I'm like you know I recognize. The talent and what's gone, what's gone into it, and everything like that. But it isn't like my sort of go-to rock out, jam out kind of stuff. Same way with Depeche Mode. Although Depeche Mode does have Depeche Mode was a huge part of my um, adolescence. They were really big. They were all over the radio. I know who they are, <clears throat> though. I don't know Kraftwerk. I actually just had to look it up, and they're like ten years before. Depeche yeah. Well, I, I, I said they laid the found. Appara- I said apparently they laid the foundation to which all synthesizer-based rock and electronic dance music is built. So I'll take the word on it because I didn't. <clears throat> So I so I got to give it to those guys. I mean, I don't know how many they're going to allow in, you know, to they're actually going to induct this year. But I mean, probably six. I, I would definitely I could definitely see Kraftwerk and or Depeche Mode uh, uh, being in the rock hall. We're going to play another song. We're going to come back. This is a band that tried to play after the last band. But we had to, we had to, we had to rain them in the kibosh. Yeah, I know this is the tale of two tales by shun the raven we'll be right back and talk a little bit more about the rock and roll hall of fame bs crap Thank you. 
Everybody, that is Sean. Sean, <laughs> Sean the Raven, not Sean the Raven. Sean of the Dead. I was thinking about uh, the artist we play a lot, Sean Lane. Uh, that was <laughs> no, not Sean. That is uh, Sean the Raven. Tale of Two Tales. And let me give you guys. I'm sorry. I have. Uh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. So I apologize if my vocal performance is a little weird tonight. ReverbNation.com backslash Sean the Raven. Check these guys out. I think that I thought it was cool. It was kind of progressive. They went into like a lot of different territories. Seven minutes. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, we are talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees uh, for 2020, and uh, so I'm going to try not to pontificate as much in in the last half of the show here. So, Lily, hit me, baby. What do you got? All right, Doobie Brothers. Uh, they've been around for like, you know, 50 years. Um, they have the dual drummer power, the three-part vocal harmonies, so I'm okay with them being on the ballot. Didn't make one of my votes this year. I did only do the five like they do for the public voting, but uh, maybe next time. But I do I do hope they eventually get in. <laughs> um, the Doobie Brothers were wildly popular, had big hits, completely switched their sound when Michael McDonald came in and they became a whole different band. Very cool thing that happened in rock. Stadium Act. Mm, are they Rock Hall material? I have a question mark next to them. You're not sure. I'm not sure. You're not. You're not. Sure. I mean, <laughs> I, I. It's not that I don't like them, and it's not that they they are a rock band. Mm. Mm. There are more that you'd want in before them. Yeah, which is why I couldn't vote for them either. Yeah. Okay. So what do you got next? <laughs> Judas Priest. So obviously, Judas the, Priest. Right. <laughs> obviously, this is going to be one of my votes for the Rock Hall. Uh, powerful sound, twin guitars, amazing operatic vocals and pounding drums influenced many future musicians such as Van Halen, Metallica, and Slipknot. And come on, it's just Judas Priest. Why aren't they even in yet? <laughs> like, why? Been a long time Heavy ago. metal is like really overlooked <laughs> yeah. for this. Yeah, no, no, really insanely important band. Yes. I mean, they influenced Van Halen. They influenced everybody. <laughs> I know. I just named a couple. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think that that you know I know you know they're con- considered contemporaries of Iron Maiden, but in many ways, I think that they were an influence on Iron Maiden too. If you ask me. Okay, so what do you got next? MC Five. They are cited not to be cons- confused with like MC Hammer. Motor City Five, to be exact. 
um, one of the most important American hard rock groups of their era. Uh, their leftist political ties and anti-establishment lyrics and music position them as emerging innovators of the punk movement in the United States, and they developed a reputation for energetic live performances. They have been nominated five times now to be in the Rock Hall of Fame since 2002. Get on with it. Time Get to just in. probably put them in. Just put the... Put They're a little overdue. There. They're they long are overdue. a great band. And um, Kick Out the Jams is just, oh, uh, it's just sick. <laughs> just sick. Rage Against the Machine is, you know, a terribly inter- uh, energetic band, like an insanely mm-hmm. in-your-face band. And they do they do a cover of Kick Out the Jams, but it's it, it doesn't it's touch with the... And, and their version is great. But man, you listen to that original. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about <laughs> that. There, there, it's so raw and so in your face. Just, just like, and it's a great tune. Heavy is awesome. Go, Go ahead. ahead. What do you got next? The next one on my list is Motorhead. Again, one of my votes for the Rock Hall. A mix of rock and roll, heavy metal, punk into what we know today as Motorhead. Obviously on my voting because we just don't have enough metal, like I said before, in the Rock Hall of Fame. Um, and they did help to pioneer speed and thrash metal. So that's sort of a big deal. Um. Yeah. The, I. Yeah. What. What she. What she just said. What's next? Nine Inch Nails. Not on my voting list. Um. I do like Nine Inch Nails. They have influenced many newer artists. Um. Other artists and producers feel that Trent is a true visionary. He doesn't take it that way. He thinks it's just music. Of course, he's one of those like too humble. He, he's chill. Yeah. He's chill. Um. He doesn't really embrace that whole thing. But he's always said, uh, people who try to be like him or influenced by him or a generic imitation of him. However, the band has been credited for popularizing industrial music, so I suppose they belong on the ballot. This is one of those bands that while, you know, I uh, was kind of like, I I liked the Pesh Mode songs, I wish there was more guitar in them. Nine Inch Nails, I loved. Did that. I absolutely (laughs) loved. I love what they did. I I felt like what they did was perfect what Depeche Mode and Kraftwerk and those bands had done yeah i think that they really like took it to someplace where they really brought they they made it edgy enough that people like me who were like really hankering for something kind of heavier and more rock could could latch on to uh so yeah so i would say i agree um but i would say i my my vote with them is like dave met not yet not yet but but eventually but eventually yeah uh next one is the notorious big what i wrote here no no just no as states and the hall of fame website he, you have to be rock influenced. He created two hip hop albums that were the most influential hip hop albums ever, but not rock. No evolution of rock and roll. Thank you. That is all. No, no effing way. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't belong. No. I I'll be lying if I say I don't like some of those songs. And I will put him in out. the hip hop hall of fame. Yeah, there is one of those. Or the rap hall of fame, or whatever. Do, do that. That's good. Go and do your own thing. It's all good. <laughs> You know, but don't start a hip hop hall of fame and then put Bon Jovi in. Yeah, because I'd be mad about that too. Because, like, you know, come on, let's let's let, you know, the thing is the thing. So, what do you got next? Uh, Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Uh, I'd be lying if I say I didn't like any of those songs. I love them. Um, they were a key influential funk band, though, and that was to influence hip hop, not rock. So, I just don't think it fits. I could be wrong. I know she's sort of Shaka Khan, sort of like a mini Tina Turner. I get that, but I just don't think I don't think she's there. Um. So. I have a question mark. You have a question mark. Jury's again. out for me on that. <laughs> um, yeah. Jor- the, 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 re- the reason why uh, is because this, unlike Notorious B.I.G. and some of these artists, oh, was- like these are 
this is a real Different, band. Yeah. These are real musicians. Uh, there's a real rhythm section. There's, you know, and and I and I believe that a, there are probably a lot of rock artists um, who really dug what they did and some of what they um, Shaka and and uh, Rufus did seeped into their music, namely guys like. Um, um, the guys like Lenny Kravitz and Prince and people like that. But I'm, but I, I he's it's question, a question. It's, it's a question. I got to put that as a question. Mark. So what do you got? Todd Rundgren. Um, he did not make my votes because there were other ones that I wanted more, but I think he deserves to be on the ballot. He is literally the jack of all trades in rock and continues to redefine the sound of rock and roll through genre, melding, song, writing, and production. He's amazing. He's not on my list though. Cause I picked five. Okay, you have to pick five. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, you have to, Todd is, He's Todd. Yeah, I mean, a producer. <laughs> he does it all. <laughs> I mean, there's some there's so many records that wouldn't sound the way they sound if it wasn't for like you guys like Bad Out of Hell. That's Todd Rundgren all over the place. Yup. That's an interesting record. We should do a uh, we should do a we should al- do the thing because, on that. Yeah, because that be essentially show. Todd Rundgren playing with Bruce Springsteen's band, right? <laughs> <laughs> Backing up. Jim Steinman and Milo. It's, it's like, like crazy. It's basically like a power. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It's almost like a super group. Mm-hmm. Um, although Meatloaf and Jim Steinman weren't super yet. No. They became super. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so is there anybody else? Soundgarden. Uh, one of the few bands I really love from the grunge era and probably be on my vote this year if it weren't again for other people. Uh, they were the first grunge band to release an album with a major label, launch the alternative into the mainstream. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what the grunge kids were avoiding, but they, they were amazing. If there weren't other people on this ballot, I would have chosen them on my vote. So, Yeah, I... Um... I, I love that band. Maybe not yet. I'm 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 voting him as a not yet. So the votes you could have tonight tonight are yes, no, no not, yet. not yet, question mark, and no effing way. <laughs> Those were the categories That's for the us. Categories. <laughs> two more. Yeah. And these are my last two actual that I voted for. T Rex. Definitely one of my votes started out in the psychedelic folk genre, went to electric, and then became the pioneers of glam rock, which we all know I love. Uh, for three years, they had um, the popularity of the Beatles in the UK. And of course, they were a huge influence on many generations of music. Most importantly to me, on Nikki Six when he was a child and one of the reasons he wanted to become a musician. And we all know that's important because Motley Crue. Sorry. <laughs> because Motley Crue. Yes. Why? Because Motley Crue. Because. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't add anything to that. I I totally agree. Love uh, T-Rex is insane. Everybody knows, you know, the couple of songs, but solid gold, easy real, action, baby. Tons of <laughs> great stuff. Just that, just what happens is, I think it, some of these artists, there just isn't enough room on the radio for a lot of their other great material. Just like they um, have to put the most. I sat down one night and watched a uh, documentary on Slade, Ooh, and yeah. there were so many great songs that were. You know that they had like that were like big in Europe and big big in uh, England and stuff like that that we never really heard much uh, over over here in the states, um, but that doesn't make them any less amazing. Um, and I know who's Latin last on your list, so go ahead. And I, I I'm I'm in agreement with T Rex, and I'm definitely in agreement with his last band, Thin Lizzy. The last of my votes, uh, the classic twin guitars, poetic lyrics uh, alone should allow them to have already been in the Hall of Fame. Over many who have gotten previously, they had energetic live shows and that helped define hard rock. We just talked about uh, Phil on one of our last shows, amazing vocalist and uh, songwriter. So, 
I, they're really, they should have been in while, a while ago, in my opinion. Yeah, wildly influential, man. Amazing yeah. guitar work. Very unique, too. Very, uh, they, they, they went very interesting places with the uh, you know, standard rock tune. They were able to, to, to just, just push it in new directions that I don't think has been equaled. Yeah. Now the guys from Thin Lizzy, Scott Gorham, has gotten together with some other folks, um, and they have another band out. We've actually played them, and uh, it's it's cool, but it lacks the sort of imagination and the sort of magic of Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. Cool stuff. Great to hear Scott still playing. He's an amazing uh, musician, but um, just you know, <clears throat> not quite there. Um, we are going to be popping over to. Um, our private uh, inner circle group here to uh, to hang out with you guys to discuss things a little bit deeper, uh, preview some of the uh, upcoming shows that we have as well. Um, before we get out of here, though, do we have any comments? Is there anything you'd like to share with our uh, you know folk, folks that have maybe chimed in who are hanging out live? Uh, John Joseph Coons, our uh, esteemed boss man. Uh, his picks are Pat Benadar, Soundgarden, Thin Lizzy, Dave Matthews Band, Motorhead, and he didn't pick another one. Uh, also said great show. Everybody's basically agreeing with everything we're saying. Uh, MC5 and Judas Priest, yes. Char- uh, Charlie Doyle says hi. Charlie! Um, Charlie! Yes to Thin Lizzy from Dave Hipchen, and Thin Lizzy's great should have been years ago. And make sure you guys are actually going to the Rock Hall and voting. The fans still have a couple days to vote and hopefully... That sort of I mean, moves something. It, look. I mean, we let, mean nothing. I get it. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Before the only, I just want to say one more thing before we end for today. And uh, we are going to end with, we, we opened a show with Caleb Johnson. We then hit a little bit of Shun the Raven. I'm not going to play my song because, you know, uh, the, I will bow out. We will play Lana Black. We will close Lana Black. Um, so you guys can check all those great artists out. Um, if you ever want to just go back, and you don't want to hear us talk, and you just want to listen to the music. Um, I have. They're all on Spotify, and it's uh, all you got to do is search L R R C. It stands for Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, and every playlist for like the past two years is there, so you can just hear. The great songs. Shout out to Rock Rage Radio. Go to rockrageradio.com. Download the app. Uh, Wolfscustoms.online. Get yourself a custom guitar. We, uh, you know, the, the, uh, Chris has, has been a huge supporter of us over the years. And uh, shout out to him, man. He does great work. Check it out. Um, I have a parting thought, but Lily, do you want to plug your show or anything before? Sure. This Thursday, I'm back from my break, Hot Licks with Lily Six on RockRageRadio.com, or you can download the free app, 6 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. After that, I will be at Black Savage. <laughs> Black Cabbage. <laughs> um, okay, here's what I, here's how, in, in closing, I, I, wanna, I just want to say this about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the whole thing. First of all, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Grammy Awards, all that stuff, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of fun, maybe. maybe. Maybe it's harmless, I don't know. But it seems to me that we are taking something that is really special to a lot of people, really means a lot to a lot of people. And kind of, instead of celebrating it, I think what ends up happening is we kind of cheapen it uh, a, a little bit by making, by trying to, pit people against each other. Well, we can only have five and you can only do this. We can only have this. Um, Also, you know, the legacy of rock and roll is really, really important. Even, I mean, even people who are not rock are influenced 
by rockers and want to be rockers. I mean, it's no, uh, it's not an accident that, you know, the Jonas Brothers are, you know, trying to play some rock tunes in their set. It's no accident that Justin Bieber shows up with a Iron Maiden shirt on or whatever. The, you know, they, they know where the cool stuff is. Exactly. Lily's got her Iron Maiden shirt on. <laughs> you know, they can't do that. They can't be that. But they want to kind of identify with it. Whitney Houston, Notorious B.I.G., some of these people, they just, they aren't that. It's fine. It's totally cool. But I am for, I mean, this sounds going to sound kind of fascist, but it's a good fascism. I think that, you know, if we're going to have a rock and roll Hall of Fame, let's be rock and roll. Let's talk about, let's talk about real rock and roll. Let's get people who are, you know, really passionate about it to really be talking about it. And I would say, instead of inducting people into some kind of rock and roll Hall of Fame or, uh, you know, making it some sort of like competition where, you know, you had people, bands like Rush, who a lot of people felt should have been in a long time ago, it took a long time to get in, we're still waiting for Thin Lizzy, MC5, instead of having all that garbage go on, why don't we just throughout, you know, maybe two, three times a year, have a big party there and celebrate all the legacy of rock and constantly be having different rock artists, feature them, talk about them get into them, introduce the younger generation to them, play their music, celebrate their music, instead of this sort of competition kind of BS that, 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 they, that they try to do with it. Cleveland's a great city, been there many times, have had a lot of fun in Cleveland. It's, Cleveland is a rock and roll town. If you've ever been there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, I hope the Browns, you know, figure Someday. something out. <laughs> but that's, that, that's all I really want to say about it. Don't let it get you down, guys, is what I'm saying. Play your old records. Listen to some of these new artists we're playing, and just enjoy yourselves. Have fun. Rock and ro- as I've said many times, and Lily said many times, if you think rock is dead, you just haven't been paying attention. RockRageRadio.com, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com, and this is just a couple. We're gonna do a podcast eventually on uh, the the top rock podcasts. You should be listening to where you can hear all about this stuff all the time. So we're gonna be telling you more about that in the future. This is. Uh, uh, we're going to wrap up with Lana Black. I just want to plug the band sites real quick. We uh, Shun the Raven is at uh, Reverb Nation backslash ReverbNation.com backslash Shun the Raven. Caleb Johnson is CalebJohnsonOfficial.com. And Lana Black is at dot, uh, LanaBlack.net. And that is B-L-A-C. There's no K. Uh, so, guys, uh, have a great week. Happy New Year to everybody. We're looking forward to a really fun 2020. Uh, changes are afoot. Some good, a lot of good stuff is going to be happening for you guys. And we're going to be uh, excited to, uh, to hang out with you guys. Speaking of hanging out, go to LulombardiRocks.com. Get instant entry into our inner circle where we're going to be continuing the party. Guys, have a great week. Happy 2020. And we'll catch you on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.
top of you I'll suck you in, I'll suck you in Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.